You are listening to the Talisha Talks podcast for women who conquer. I'm your host, coach, and life lover, Talisha Kim. It is my personal mission to help you live your best life, have radical joy, and turn perfectionism into purpose. In this podcast, you will explore the meaningful parts of your life, reinvent yourself, and turn your dream life into a reality. Yes, you really can have it all. Hello, it's Talisha Kim, your emotional healing coach. Today, I am bringing on a man who believes in the power of transformation and owning your unique self. I am so excited for you to meet Travis Brady, my personal coach and friend. From the first moment that I met Travis, he spoke right to my pain and taught me how to overcome it. You'll want to have a pen and notebook ready because Travis has a habit of blowing your mind and you're going to want to write down all the takeaways. So Travis, welcome on today. Thank you for being here. What's up, T? Thank you so much for having me on my po- on your podcast. I'm super excited. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so good. So tell us a little we, bit more have- about you and what you do. So I'm a branding mentor and a business coach. I help a lot of coaches and um, entrepreneurs essentially keep uh, create a next gen brand and market so they can create more influence, income, and time freedom in their business. I love that. You have definitely helped me do that. That time and freedom, that was a big thing for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it's because... I mean, to be tied to your business where you're working 16 hours a day, I just believe like we have so much, we have so many tools at our fingertips that we can still create that influence and the income with the time freedom. So yeah, it's just incredible what you can create in in today's age. It's so, so true. So you have been someone that you have, you've built an incredible business and you have helped tons of people just achieve their dreams, by serving other people. And I love that you bring that into everything that you do. And from the first event that I went to with you, I didn't even know who you were. I knew Minky, but you came out on stage and you had me in tears in seconds talking about your journey and your story. And you just kind of shared the challenges and the oppositions that you had been through all along your progression. So I would love for you to tell us more about that journey that you've been on. Yeah, you know, I felt like, you know, my journey, I suffered. I I felt like something was wrong with me. (laughs) Like, I felt (laughs) like, how is someone, how is someone, like, how am I, why am I suffering as much as I am to, to build a business? Like, what's wrong with me? You know, my, uh, um, in high school, you know, I wanted to, well, my, all my life, I wanted to be a, a professional baseball player. Do you remember what you wanted to be when you were younger? Yeah, I wanted to be a teacher and a dancer and a princess and <laughs> all those girly things. <laughs> I think that's first. Yeah, I think that's first for most girls, right? They want to be a princess, <laughs> right? Um, so for me, I remember it was we were in seventh grade and it was a career careers day or something. Do you remember doing that where you had to choose your career and, and what not and how much money? And I remember telling my teacher, I was like, I want to be a baseball player. And I just remember her looking at me and being like, why don't you actually choose a real career? And I think that was the first time I was really – you know, shot down, um, you know, in, in my career. 
because that was something that I enjoyed so much. And the thing that was always important to me is to love what I was doing. And I think that's mm -hmm. how most people are, right? They want to enjoy what they're doing and, and make a, a lot of money doing it. And right out of high school, um, I kind of lost that love for, for baseball and kind of lost myself coming out of high school because I'd played sports my entire life and I was no longer this quote unquote athlete or what may, most people probably refer to as, as a jock, right? And so right. I got right into personal training because I enjoyed that. And, um, you know, I had no idea what I was doing. And, you know, first year, uh, you know, part-time I made 22000 which is okay. I mean, it was part-time the first year. Next year, actually, I think the very first year was like three months, and I think I made 5000 Anyways, the first full year is twenty two, then 24 and I was like, man, I'm going to work so hard, and I'm going to make so much money this next year, and then I made $26,000. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. and, and that, I think that's where um, you kind of shared that same thing. Like, man, I feel like I'm working so hard and putting so much effort into this, but I'm just not getting the result that I want. And the thing that was more frustrating to me is I felt like these other people are out there, you know, selling something they didn't really believe in and making all this money when I truly cared about people. Um, and that's just the, you know, what, what I love about you, Talisha, is you just, you empathize with people so much. Like you're, you're so sweet and kind. And, um, you know, I've gone to you with some, things you know that I've dealt with in my life and you were just so accepting and so loving and I felt like I I truly was that but how come it just wasn't the the money wasn't following the influence does that make sense yes yes and so um so I I was like man I gotta make some money here like I gotta I gotta learn how to do this so I was like I'll start offering nutrition programs well in corporate, you're not supposed to do that. So I got <laughs> fired and it was really hard for me because again, I was going to school for this. I, you know, I had multiple certifications. So I was like, fine, you know, I'll go out on my own. I'm going to prove you wrong. I kind of, I have that natural driving athlete. Like I'm not afraid of work. Like I put in work to do this. And so yeah, I, I went out on my own and, and I actually lost money you know, cause I had no idea what I was doing for marketing. I had no idea how to sell. I just didn't, I didn't grow up with entrepreneurs. Yeah. You, you know, I don't, I don't know if the listeners, like if you grew up with entrepreneurs or not, my, my wife did. And so she kind of had that natural edge. I, I didn't, I didn't have anyone teaching me this game. Right. So I was just kind of trying to go off and learn it on my own and um, that didn't work. And so here I find myself, you know, working for my dad at uh the body shop digging trenches for $10 an hour. And it was probably one of the lowest points, you know, of, of my life at the time. When I look back, I was like, man, that was so miserable. But at the time I, I kind of always, uh, you know, one thing that my mom did t teach me is how to be positive. And mm -hmm. I tried to be so positive. I was going through that, but deep down inside, I was, I was really struggling because I, I finished my bachelor's degree and at my bachelor uh, degree party, everyone's asking, so what are you doing for work? And, um, you know, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm digging trenches in my dad's body shop because there's no other work for him to do. And my dad, I, my dad was nice enough to pay me to do that, even though it was probably one of the most useless jobs that you could have ever given somebody. Right. And so I finally get this job at this top level facility and I'm like, oh, man, all right. Okay, th things are on the upscale. And so I was like, all, all my worries are done. And all month long, I didn't get one client. And in baseball, you know, three strikes are out. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that was in my mind, my third strike. And it was just, it was just too hard accepting the no. I, I took it so personal when people, you know, told me no. And uh, on my way home that night, I stopped at my mom's house because she was my rock. Um, you know, everyone has a rock in their life. And I'm sure Talisha, you've been a rock for a lot of people in, in their lives. And I feel like we should all have that rock that people go to in times. And at the time it happened to be my mom for uh, it, multiple times in my life, it's been coaches and mentors. And I remember going into her bed on a Friday night and I just laid on her bed and she said, what's wrong, honey? And I just lost it. I just, I started bawling and I said, what's wrong with me? How come, and and I remember these words and it felt so painful to say them because I thought them for so long, but I never said it out loud. But for the first time I actually said it. And the words I said was, how come I'm not good enough? Mm-hmm. And I had always thought that, but I had never um, said it out loud. And I just started crying and my mom, you know, she was my rock and she said something to me in that moment. She said, son, the world needs you. And you have so much to offer people. And she reminded me of all the people that I've really helped in my life, literally saved their lives. You know, people really literally on the verge of, um, you know, committing suicide. And, um, you know, I helped them through those through those dark moments. And so I I went home. I thought about it. I was like, I can't give up. I got to give more in the next week I ended up getting my first client and I remember two years ago they reached back out to me and they said Travis I just want to say thank you for how you've helped me when you were training and coaching me at the time and because I was in a dark place and I started kind of like that laugh teary you know laugh crying have you ever had that oh for sure (laughs) like you're, you're laughing and crying yeah and I was like no dude like you saved me you had no idea where I was at and uh, it just kind of it kind of grew from there, and I've experienced other challenges, and you know, um, and that's why I, I love helping you know other influencers, coaches, realtors, people in finances to help them in their service-based business industry create um, more influence, income, and time freedom because I truly believe that we all have something that the world needs. Yes, and that's like that story. It just every single time you you say it, it just moves me, Travis, because you have been there. And there's other coaches and other people out there who try to show you how to do things or grow your business, but they haven't been in some of the depths of those trials and feeling like you aren't good enough. And that has been a core belief of mine. And I know when you said that, it just spoke so much to me of oh my gosh, here's this guy who felt like he wasn't good enough and he didn't give up. That means I don't have to give up. And it just like- Yeah, and I really- Yeah, and I believe, I call it the coach's journey. I believe every influencer leader, they do go through some of those same beliefs. It's just how long do we get stuck in those beliefs? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. So you could have chosen to just give up in that moment, but- Instead, you chose to keep going, to keep serving and helping other people. Why is it that you think you didn't give up? Um, Because I'm stubborn. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying we need to have a little bit of stubbornness about us. (laughs) Yeah, you know, you you can call it, you can call it lots of things. Um, You know, I played baseball um, you know, my entire life. And that wasn't the first experience of, of coming across that. I think, you know, when you're going after big things, you're going to surprise yourself. I remember when I was, um, uh, 
in eighth grade and my dad's like, Hey, you should try out for the freshman high school team. And in my mind, like we kind of all do. Right. And I'm sure you've done it a lot of, uh, areas of your life. You go, well, I'm not good enough for, you know, you start creating all these beliefs in your mind of why you're this or why you're that. And usually when you start doing that, you're usually right. Anyways, I went and tried out and, um, I had a bad tryout and they were going to post who made the team, um, Saturday morning. And, um, I just, my dad's like, let's go check. And I was like, I was refusing to go check. I was like, I'm not checking. I didn't make the team. I suck, you know, all these things. And again, you know, people always think I'm this big, tough guy. Like I, I do have, I'm like a big teddy bear. I do have a very soft, sensitive side, um, part of me. And I was crying and my dad literally like, no, we're going to check. And you know, my last name's Brady. And so as I got out and looked on the uh, on the wall and sure enough my name was the first one on that list and uh, oh my gosh. I think we I think we surprise ourselves when we don't give up and I truly believe that everyone's gonna make it it's just in what you know in how much time are you gonna make it and I think people don't do what's necessary in that time and so it elongates the time till they break that threshold and then they give up before they really break that threshold you know what I mean Yes, I love how you bring that up because that was one of the first things you told me when we sat down together one-on-one -on -one was you're like, T, it's inevitable. Like, you will do this. And I was like, no, I won't. Like a sobbing mess. And you're like, no, it's inevitable. Yeah. You just got to keep going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and especially with, um, I mean, when once you, like we all want to get paid like the 1%. This, this was something that, really stuck out to me in, in my journey is like we all want to get paid by the 1% but is our skill set in the 1% mm. right and I and I and the reason why and I don't I don't like I don't I believe everyone has to put in the work to learn that skill set and you know with you you totally have the skill set you told like the the modalities that you have it's just incredible and I think sometimes we underestimate that that skill set that we do have for sure. Absolutely. And I think that's what holds a lot of people back is like you said, like not having that skill set or not even believing in that skill set and being able to move forward, which kind of goes into what you talk about with being next gen. So what does that mean to be next gen? Talk to us about that. Yeah, I, I help a lot of people, you know, build their brand and I kind of fell into it. it wasn't something where I was in again in seventh grade class and say, oh, I want to help people build their brand. Like, you know, I, I had no idea that I would be in and I, I just absolutely love what I do because I get to work with amazing, you know, influencers and leaders and, you know, transformational experts like Talisha and you know, it was something I just fell into, you know, as I started to build my business and learn more about helping break through people's identities and mindsets and learning these skill sets. I had other, you know, trainers coming my way and, and what they asked me is like, Hey, what you're doing is different. It's, it's unique. And so when I first went through my first, I guess, quote unquote, breakthrough process, that was my first thought. I was like, wow, this is, this is next gen. Like this is, this is like the next evolution of of training and coaching. And so that word be next gen is always stuck to me. And so in a, I believe when you're branding, it should always, your brand should always align with you because you are your brand and you're, you are, you're being your brand. It should align around your deepest life beliefs. And I just believe that every single one of us are different. I think we're unique and I think we have something innovative. So it's combining the old, proven systems with the new 
age, modern uh, mindsets and skill sets, and then just to bridge those together in with your personality and with your own unique way of doing it. So that's what I mean by next gen. I think that's so phenomenal and makes a huge difference. And I mean, I can speak for being a part of your package and program of having this branding. It, it changed everything. And now people recognize me by my logo, by my branding, by the message that I share because it's all in sync and I'm not trying to copycat or be like the next Brene Brown. I'm mm -hmm. trying to be Talisha Kim, which made a huge mm -hmm. difference for my business. Yeah, you know, you could always be the second best somebody else, you know, but you could always be the best you. Yeah, I love that. Oh, that's going to be a quote. <laughs> We're going to make it, Travis. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love it. So then how can a business owner use those moments of like failure and self-doubt and the challenges to create a next-gen business? Yeah, that, that's a good question. So it, I guess you follow Brene Brown. That's your main influ That's your main coach that you like to follow, celebrity oh, coach. I, mean, I, I love her, but there's multiple ones. But yeah, she's a big one for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Brene Brown too. If you're listening, you totally need to go check out. Is She has a segment on Netflix, doesn't she? Yes, yep. Have you, have you, have you seen that? I have. It's powerful. Uh, yeah, she just does such a phenomenal job with speaking and telling stories. Anyways, the person that um, – there's a couple of people lesser known as Elliot Holtz. Um, I've had a chance to mentor with him. He has uh, two million followers on two channels on um, on uh, YouTube. He talks a lot about mind and body, and he brings a lot of soul into it, which is why I resonate with what Talisha does so much. Is because I believe that you know there's there's mindset stuff, there's there's heart stuff, and then there's soul stuff. You know, mm -hmm. and um, Tony Robbins is also right probably the most well-known coach in the industry, right? Absolutely. I think he's, the, I'd, I'd call him the father. And he, he I kind of look at him as, as a father figure. And one thing he said to me that has really resonated with me for so long is once you see the gift in the darkness, all your pain disappears. Mm. And when I really look back on some of the trials I've been through and the hard things I've been through, I was like, man, those moments of darkness, I learned something so profound and so powerful. And I believe that, you know, there's a lot of talk of always being a leader. However, I've really um, seen myself as more as a follower recently. And part of being a follower is learning stuff and then teaching the next person that's in line. So therefore, we're a follower and a leader simultaneously. And I think when we go through these times of darkness, there's something to learn. And, you know, and you could probably say the same thing. Some of your brightest ideas come from those painful moments of, you know, life. And so we get to give that gift of what we went through in those moments of pain. And we get to give those to, to the world. Yeah. And they do, they make a huge difference. I know for me, I wish I would have better tracked the moments of darkness because I was in such a hurry to get through them that yeah. I didn't always sit with it and understand the teaching moments in it. And that's something that you have taught me, Travis, is just to understand each point and moment that I'm at and utilize it to reach back and pull someone up. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, absolutely. So I would love to know, like looking back for you, since we're already talking about this, like what has been one of the greatest moments that you've experienced because of those dark moments? 
Gosh, one of the greatest moments. That's <clears throat> that's really that's really I hard. I mean, I've been through so much. You know, um, you know, br- building a brand was something that you know I had no. I didn't even know what a brand was. I thought a brand was just a cool logo, right? Like. Yeah. You know, and so I, it really, I've hired a lot of mentors and a lot of coaches to really, you know, learn how to brand. And I, and I would still consider, you know, myself, uh, you know, a student, you know, in that, in that aspect, because I feel like we are always growing in, in so many areas. Um, I remember one, I guess, mo- I wouldn't call it a painful moment, but I remember one moment I was, uh, it was like about three, four years, about four years ago now, I was, uh, on the board of the National Speakers Association, I was out in the hallway on break, and one of the presidents, past presidents of the National Speakers Association, was out there. And um, I just love talking to people, and like everyone inspires me. Talisha inspires me. Coaches I don't even know on you know Instagram inspire me because I feel like you know we we receive inspiration from so many ideas. And I was just talking to him about what I was doing in business and branding and everything, because that's where I really. St- that was the early stages of getting into branding. And he said something to me in my moment that just really shook me. He said, you know what I found is I found that it takes eight years for people to find their authentic brand. And I thought about that for a moment. I was like, eight, eight years. I was like, that's a long time to find an authentic brand. And then I really looked at my journey and how long it took me to really come to a place where I felt confident in my brand. I was like, yep, eight years, <laughs> eight years. And then I really looked at that and I go, why did it take me eight years? And so I started to look at the pain and all the things that I went through of why it really took me eight years and reverse engineered that into a process that can bring it down to eight weeks. Mm. And essentially what it comes down to is, you know, is it comes down to a lot of those painful things you've, you've been through in life and learning through those, it comes back down to your journey. And there's, you know, we we're subconscious beings, right? Yeah. And we just, we don't realize how much of our operating system comes from our subconscious. And so we really have a hard time remembering things. And so once we really look back on all our journey, we can really see all the powerful mindsets and skill sets we've gained over time. And so we do that as part of, you know, the branding process and it helps people with, with nailing down their brand in a shorter period of time. Absolutely. And I love that you're all about that, of shortening that time because (laughs) that's what the ultimate goal, right? Is to have more influence, to have more income and have more time to do the things that fulfill you and fulfill the world. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you don't know your journey, how are you going to help someone else figure out their journey? (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think we're always figuring out our journey. You know, I don't, I don't know if that's a black or white answer. Right. But I feel like the more we know our journey, um, you know, and the more that we appreciate, you know, what we've been through in our experiences, I think that allows us to help, you know, I mean, think about, you know, if you think back to some of your things, you know, and the more you understood about that, the more you're able to help people. Absolutely. Yes. It's not about the end goal. It's about the destination or the journey, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's hard. <laughs> that's, that's a hard concept to um, internalize, isn't it? Sometimes. Totally. Absolutely. Uh, I was, I was talking about this on my last podcast with one of my friends. Um, I was saying, well, well, it said, it said, and I've really thought about this last year. They said that it's, it's really hard for a human being to really appreciate the present moment. Have you ever heard of that before? No, but I believe it. 
Yeah, and so I've really thought about this last year, and I, and I've probably have been pretty bad at appreciating the present because I'm always looking into the future. Right, what's what's right. going to happen? I think people. Do you think people look into the past more or into the future more? Oh, I think it depends on where they're at, but definitely with the people that I work with, they are looking for the future because they're seeking this growth or they're seeking this bigger version of themselves. They're trying to envision and bring that to life. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. And so I don't know that I think that I'm, I'm the person I, I can let go of the past pretty easily. You know, I wouldn't call myself an expert in letting go of the past. <laughs> However, I feel like I pay attention more to the future. And so it's really, um, I think at times it's really hurt my ability to really appreciate the present moment. And you have kids, right? Your kid yep. just, uh, your boy just had a birthday. Is that right? Yep, he did. Nine years old, Travis. I'm old. <laughs> nine years old. What were you, what were you thinking at nine years old? <laughs> oh, I was thinking about dancing and playing with my friends and <laughs> yeah, crazy outside, and, you know, all the things. And, and how's your uh, daughter? She is seven. Seven. Oh, those are such great ages. I, um, yeah, cute ages. Uh, anyways, uh, you know, one thing that, um, and I think you've told me this too, you know, I had a boy, my first uh, boy this last year, uh, Tatum. And, you know, my, a lot of people saying, really appreciate this age, you know, it goes by so fast. Mm -hmm. And I've really been taking that to heart when people say that. And I've really been trying to appreciate you know, the moments that I have with Tatum and what's been awesome. And, you, and you've experienced the same thing as be able to work from home and be around, you know, Tatum and try to really appreciate like that present moment. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. It's, it is definitely a blessing to have a child because they will enlighten you and teach you so many things about yourself that you didn't even think was possible and they force you to be in the present moment. That is definitely one of the things they do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, I'm so glad though that you have taken that and tried to be more in that present moment. I think it does make a difference for your well-being and and you know just creating this space of peace and awareness within yourself. Mhm. Mm for sure. So, for you, what are three things that you would recommend that we can start with to implement today because I'm all about giving good tips. What could we implement mm -hmm. today to start to be next gen in not only our personal life, but also our business life? Yeah, uh, an acronym I teach, you know, that helps really simplify it. It's called be, do, have. Whatever you believe is what you tend to do, right? And whatever you do, you will then have a result, right? So be, do, have. So um, I, I think, you know, we're so focused on, oh, I want to have this influence or I want to have this money or I want to have this time freedom or I want this vacation, I want this car. And then we go, well, what do I need to do? And reality where it really starts is what do you believe? And so um, I'm always challenging, you know, what I believe and trying to find a greater truth to not only what I believe, but what I believe about myself. And what I believe about myself is essentially my identity, mm -hmm. right? Who, who, is, who is Travis Brady, right? And how have I chosen to define myself? Or is it 
me that has really chosen to define myself, right? They've done a study, and I always like to bring up the study because it kind of proves the point is we really – most people really don't choose their identity. They did a study with high schoolers. They gave everyone a personality test, and uh, everyone did the personality test, turned it back in, and they handed back their answers. And 97% of them said, yes, this accurately defines who I am. And the funny thing about the study is they gave everyone back the same answers. I love it. They gave everyone back the same answers. And so what that means is we have a tendency to be what other people tell us to be. Have you ever read uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People? I haven't, but I'm going to write it down because that sounds like a good book. It's it's a good book. That was probably uh, one I um, in high school. I'm I was a weird boy. Uh, <laughs> I read that book, and it really that that was probably a monumental book to like really that put me on the path is how to win friends and influence people. And there's this um, concept that says it's called give a dog a good name. And we we not only define ourselves, but we define other people. Like we as leaders, we define other people by the identity we see within them. And so sometimes we have a tendency to pay attention to the negative things in life and the negative things that people tell us. And so I really noticed this when I was a personal trainer is a lot of guys or girls that were struggling, they tend to, they tend to hold on to these identities that people told them clear back in elementary that they were fat or they were always weak and skinny. And so they tend to hold on to these identities and then they, and whenever they went to do something, it would essentially be in alignment with however they believed in themselves. So I think the first step is to really look at your identity and look how are you defining yourself. And then the second thing is, um, you know, are those actions in alignment with those beliefs that you have, you know, and I challenge, you know, people that are speakers, you know, you say you're a speaker, but do you actually go out and speak, you know, and what happens is we take on this new powerful mindset or identity, and then we don't do the actions to support the belief and then the belief drops. Yep. And then Every when time. the belief drops, <laughs> if, if, can you think of a moment that happened? Oh, absolutely. I can think of tons yeah. of them, Travis. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think we all can. And so we don't – so then the belief drops. And so when the belief drops, now the action drops again. And so therefore we don't continuously do the actions. And it drops and drops. And then what we do as human beings, and we've all done this too, is now we begin to convince ourselves that we never really wanted to be a speaker or whatever it was in the first place. Oh, and yes. <laughs> We, 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 we do that. So we've, we've done that. I shouldn't say we do that. I don't want to give you, <laughs> I don't want to give you an identity, a negative identity, but we, we've done that. And so just being, and so I think that was, um, when I was, when I was single back in my twenties, you know, most people wouldn't believe this. I really struggled with going up and talking to women because I thought I wasn't at their level. And so every time I, didn't go talk to a girl I liked, I was essentially telling myself, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy, all these things. And so I got to the point where it's like, okay, if they blow me out of the water, that says more about them than that doesn't about me. I'm not going to let them define me. And so I really worked through like, hey, just going up and, and talking to a girl that, that I liked or thought was attractive. And what's funny is that same uh, skill set and instantly went over into business and it helped me in other aspects of business. Yeah. You know, I right. remember, Oh, go ahead. 
No, go. What were you going to say? Oh, I, I can remember trying to talk myself out of not doing my business anymore. Right. Because it just felt so like so many no's one after another. And then I stopped doing the actions that I needed to. I stopped posting and being consistent and I stopped showing up and being seen and heard like you talk about. And then I, yeah, I got to that end point and I was like, oh, I guess I never really wanted this anyway. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll share some, I was going to, um, and this is something that like, I, I love me and Talisha's conversations because we get to have such deep conversations. So this would be like a conversation I have at last, like what I've really noticed in the last year, Talisha, in my business is we've had a lot of people that have been following us for the last three or four years. And they said, you know, I've been following you for three or four years now. And I just felt inspired to reach out to you. And, and that's why I reached out is because you've been doing this for, for so long. And so those who are listening right now, like if you give up, you know, in three months or six months, like there could be other, there could be so many people out there that are watching you that you inspire so much. And so being consistent and sticking through those hard times is really, really so, so important to success in life. Yeah, it is crucial. So along that lines, what other pieces of advice or wisdom would you like to leave us with today? Um, gosh, that's, I, I think just finishing off the, the formula is going back into B, which is your mindset, your identity, do is your actions and behaviors. And last wing is, is your have your success. And we all have, um, evidence to support whatever we choose to look at. And I know that, you know, we have other successes in our lives and we just need to look at those and try to remember the, the positive evidence. And, um, something that one of my mentors taught me is to do a, a vision board an identity board of things I want to become and things I want to have. And whenever I, um, become those things or achieve those things, I put it in a book and that kind of reminds me or keeps evidence supporting success and what happens over time is you gain so much evidence and that trust and that confidence just goes through the roof and you get to the point where you literally go holy holy crap i can achieve almost anything i desire and once you get to that place it's so incredibly powerful and rewarding yes i love that you bring that up because it is incredibly rewarding and the evidence is going to be there either way. And we may as well create evidence that is supportive and helpful in getting us towards our goals. Yep. Absolutely. I absolutely. love that. So you have a pretty awesome event coming up here in January. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah. So, um, years ago, I remember going to all these events. Gosh, how many events have I gone? How many events have you gone through to over the years? We, we've gone through to so many events because, so you know, we're just always trying to seek knowledge and, you know, um, and probably one of the most prolific, I don't know, I always say that. <laughs> this, is the, this was the most prolific moment, but I don't know, many breakthroughs, but a big breakthrough was when I went to my first event, you know, we, it was a three day experience and it really allowed me to just dial in and focus and really focus on, you know, upgrading my mind and body to go to the next level. And so ever since that experience, I wanted to do an event and the name that just kept ringing true and true to me was called strengthen your world. And so that's been probably the one event that I have not rebranded. I've not changed the name. That word strength in your world has resonated with me and probably will um, for the rest of my life just because I believe that we decide our world in all ways. And so uh, we have a, 
uh, an experience coming up. It's called the Strength in Your World Leadership Experience. Um, it's a two-day um, complete dive into your subconscious and finding out what makes you a great leader, what are the things holding you back from being more influential as a leader, and just learning more about your brand, marketing, and business, and how to create that what I call that it life influence income and, and time freedom. And I think you have a discount code. I do. Yep. I have a one available. <laughs> so, um, so if you want the discount code, reach out to Talisha on her Instagram or Facebook, which hopefully you're already following her because she posts some awesome content and, uh, this event, um, you know, if you go to an event similar to this, you're going to be investing $1,500. Um, I was just talking to someone about going to uh, a Tony Robbins event and how was $1,500, but you're in a room of like 30,000 people. Strength in the world is a more intimate environment. And so experiences like this are easily $1,500, and I promise they're so worth it. It's a tax write-off. This event is $547. However, Talisha has a code that will bring it down to $97. Um for this event. And this is one that you are going to want to be to. Travis, I think I've been like four times and I will always come back. It is a phenomenal event and it does. It, it taps you into those unconscious beliefs and helps you become the leader that you need to be and just grow through that because there's so many things I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not being a leader. I am totally letting people walk all over me. Why? Because I'm afraid. Well, why am I afraid? And then you break those down and it's like freedom. <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely. So, yes, it is an incredible, incredible event. And I'm so glad that you continue to host these and do them because it makes a difference and it's made a difference in my life. So I'm so glad you do them. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. And it means a lot coming from you, Talisha, because you are, you are just so gifted at what you do. And I just, I love your heart and, and just everything that you do. And you're just so incredible at, at what you do for sure. Oh, well, thank you. That means the world to me to hear, hear that from you as well. So you are just the greatest person ever. Well, thank you. I, I wouldn't say I'm perfect. However, I do, I, I do strive to be a good human being. Yes, I would completely agree. And that's why I have you in my space is because you're real and you do strive for growth. And that's totally in alignment for me. So I where can we go find you? I need Travis? to listen to Talisha oh. just talk me up every morning. <laughs> hey, I'll talk um, to you about so all I have day a podcast. Long, Travis. <laughs> yeah, I just finish every morning. Um, so I have a podcast called Next Gen Coaching Chronicles. If you're wanting to learn more about the branding aspect, I'm doing Branding Month, and uh, I'm pretty active on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Instagram is Coach Travis Brady. I love it. And yes, go give Travis a follow. He seriously will blow your mind on the questions that he asks you and the content that he just gives you to understand, like he was talking about the branding, the marketing, identity, awareness. And Travis, you didn't mention this, but you have a pretty awesome group that I super love. So go check him out on Facebook. He has a link to his group on his Facebook page. And I'll also be putting it in the content here for the podcast. So you can easily access it. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Well, Travis, it has been an honor and I'm so grateful to have had you on the podcast today and to just have this conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, we, we have some pretty cool conversations. I, I, I do say that for sure. We do. That's why I was so excited to have this conversation because we can go deep. <laughs> yeah, yes, we can. Mm -hmm.
<laughs> I love it. Well, thank you everyone for listening today. Take what you learned and felt and turn it into action. Your life only improves when you decide to consistently take action towards your dreams. Now, go out there and make today great.